This conference will now be recorded. Hey everybody, how's it going? My name's Claire Bartlett and you're watching and listening to Me and My Racket. It's the show about tennis industry professionals sharing their passion, purpose, and connecting over the sport we all know and love. And today on the show, for our Mother's Day special, we have my mom, Sue Bartlett. Hey mom. Hi Claire. Hello. Just read a brief bio real quick. So Sue is the director of tennis at GPS and has been for 31 years. She is in the UTC, the Chattanooga, and the Tennessee Hall of Fame. And as well as being a coach, she plays competitively, representing her native country of Great Britain on the senior team that play in the World Championships. She also plays for Tennessee and Southern at USTA team events as well. Mom, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. How are you doing today? What's been going on? Um, I actually got to hit a few balls this afternoon, which was oh, really yeah. fun. And, yeah. Uh, wasn't very pretty, but you know how it is when you've had a long break. You've just got to kind of hang in there, and it's kind of like this uh, whole crisis we've got going on. You've just got to hang in there and take one day mm -hmm. at a time and try to stay positive. Yeah, yeah, no, just doing the best we can, I think. That's all we can ask for and ask of others right now. So just for very sure. that we're all healthy. Right, yeah. Well, I, I want to get into your tennis story um, now. So tell us a little bit about like how you started and then what brought you up to this point. You know, you had a playing career now professionally. So talk a little bit about that. Okay. Well, I, I started in, um, I know a lot of you know that I, I, I come from England and I ended up, I was not from a tennis family, which is kind of ironic since everybody here is in our family is tennis related, but my dad played a lot of soccer and cricket, so I, I grew up basically on those fields. And uh, when I went to high school, we were um, given some, I think you could get five lessons for five pounds. It was a great deal. And so mm -hmm. I, I had some lessons and I really liked the sport. I played a lot of other sports, field hockey, netball. We swam, we kind of did everything. And But I really liked tennis because it was, um, I guess you got to do it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so um, not a good uh, trade of mine, probably. But anyway, I really enjoyed it. And then um, I had an uh, I was hitting against our at our rec center against the swimming pool wall, and uh, this, this elderly couple came up and asked me if I'd like to play for Bucks one day, which is our like playing for Tennessee. And I was like, oh yes. And so anyway, they encouraged me to join a club and kind of set me in motion there. Um, so I played a lot as a junior, played a lot of matches. I played a lot of tournaments and didn't really have many lessons, but watched a lot of tennis. Obviously Wimbledon was nearby. So that was yeah. great to be able to go there and just have it on TV all the time. And, um, then, you know, I, I improved every year and really just enjoyed it. And over there, you know, you don't really have college tennis, but, um, so I was going to college to be a um, bilingual secretary. Um, I actually wanted to work at the UN and my um, I had to be in school from nine to five every day. So it wasn't much time for tennis. And so my dad basically bribed me in working at his office. So I could, I worked there from, I was from when I was 16 to 19 and then I got to go on play tournaments and, and practice. So the only negative thing with that was when I would lose, I would go 
back to the office and work to pay for the next tournament when I really needed to be practicing and it just wasn't working out so well for me. I was getting beaten up every which way. And then somebody said to me, well, why didn't you, why didn't you go to the United States? And I'd always been a big Donny Osmond fan. So I really thought that was yeah. the only reason I was coming to the US was to marry him. So right. anyway, <laughs> and ended up coming to UTC. And yeah. it was uh, four years at UTC. Played four years there and it was a wonderful experience. I had great teammates. Um, we all still keep in touch. Almost all of them are still in tennis, which I think says a lot for the program and for our coaches. And um, yeah, it was just a really good, great, you know, great experience for me. And then um, I ended up after I graduated, I was actually a business major. Um, I went and taught at Fairland Club on Lookout Mountain for nine years and didn't really play. Um, I mean, I played, but I didn't play a lot of tournaments. I just sort of played locally because your dad was on the pro fishing circuit. Um, I worked as the head pro at Fairland Club and, you know, tried to support him in getting to do his thing. And you can't really have two professional athletes in one family like that. And so, you know, I wanted him to get to do what, what he wanted to do. And I, I loved, and it turned out I loved teaching, even though that wasn't exactly what I thought I was going to be doing. Yeah. And 1988 GPS called me. Yeah. I've been there ever since. Yeah. Yeah, well, so now being the director of tennis at GPS, you have a lot of responsibilities and a lot that um, goes in with your job. So what does your typical week look like with, with all that? Well, the great thing at school is we, you know, it's very different. Um, every week is different. Every day is different. You know, in the in the fall, we obviously have middle school tennis. And then in the spring is our big varsity season. So we teach private lessons. We've obviously got a lot of school um, meeting um, things that we need to be involved in. Um, we have tournaments that we run, so we have we plan. And when I say we, Sarah Evans, who you've interviewed, is yeah. one of our assistant coaches, and Aaron Brown, and um, I think we're we're all different, and it's a great team, and they're young and have a lot of energy and good ideas. And so, yeah, it's um, it's it's just very rewarding being there. Of course, my favorite part is has always been. Um, being with the the team players I, I love the fact when you you know you work hard and towards a common goal and even if you don't get exactly what you want you know what you wanted like win the state tournament you you know yeah. feel, it's just it's just great to be able to have that bond with with people yeah yeah well so you know with all that you're you're a coach and you teach so you do the team and you teach lessons and people outside gps as well so Talk a little bit about your coaching philosophy and, and what that looks like. Well, um, I've always felt like we can use, there are so many life lessons to be learned mm -hmm. in tennis. And, well, in all sports, not just tennis. But mm -hmm. I think there are different ones in tennis because it is an individual sport. And right. I always try to say athlete first. Sorry, not athlete first. That's the wrong way around. Person first, right? First. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, um, we we obviously want to win, but we're not going to win yeah. at all costs. And I I just think there's so many lessons to learn from from competing mm. um, in a sport, and and so that's really my my main thing is just to try to learn lessons that will help you cope 
cope with life. Yeah, yeah. We've been having Zoom calls because obviously we're not playing our season at the moment. And one of the things we've been talking about is this is kind of when you're like when you're going through a really rough tennis match. You know, you've right. got to breathe, keep your feet moving, stay positive. Yeah. All those, yeah. Good things, you know, you've got got to try to do in real life. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, and you've had a long coaching career, um, you know, in, in all the different places you've been and where you are now. So talk a little bit about the role that continuing education has played in your life um, and, you know, how you keep things fresh and keep that, you know, that mindset, that growth mindset. Well, I think, um, you know, I've been a USPTA pro since 1985. Um, your grandfather was really involved with them and he felt that it was important um, for me to join that organization. And I've always believed, you know, you want to be certified in your profession. So that was never a bother to me. Um, and I just think it's important to be a lifelong learner if you, if you can. Mm -hmm. um, we can all improve all the time. There are always new things coming out. Um, things have definitely changed in teaching tennis over the years. And, I, you know, I, so I, I like to, and, I, and that learning in itself just keeps it fresh, like going to yeah. a, a convention or listening to the, some of the, we've listened to some great webinars these last yeah. few weeks, which we yeah. wouldn't normally have time to do this time of year. So right. learning definitely keeps it fresh. Um, as you know, I've taken many groups to Wimbledon um, uh, during the summer, and we try to make that a cultural experience too. It's not just... Um, going to the tennis and we do try right. to play tennis on the grass but then we we see things in London we try to go to Paris and um, yeah. unfortunately that trip got cancelled this year but next year we will be going and um, yeah. I've got to tell you a story because this is one of my favorite stories about how these trips got started um, I think it was 1994 the team um, we were playing our rivals across town and we'd already lost twice and it's the region final. And back then you only got to go to state if you won the region. And um, the girls were talking the day before and they, they were like, well, Ms. Bartlett, what are you gonna do for us if, if, you, if we win? And I said, well, what would you like to do? And they said, well, we want you to take us to the US Open. And yeah. I said, uh, I figured it was a pretty good bet that we weren't gonna win because we'd already lost, like I said, twice. So I said, oh, yeah. sure, I'll take you to the US Open. Well. They went ahead and won that match, and the, they didn't even care about winning the match. They came running off saying, are you taking us to the U.S. Open? Yeah. And I certainly am. And we actually yeah. rode on a bus for 23 hours on that trip with Cleveland High School. And oh, wow. we ended up, we started talking about going, you know, we had a lot of time on the bus. So we were talking yeah. about going to Wimbledon in the future. And the next yeah. year it was when we did our first Wimbledon trip. So yeah, that's, again, all time with people that, just you've got a common interest and it, it's right. just great. Um, hopefully I can share some things I love about my country with people that maybe wouldn't have gone there if I hadn't have been here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, so what advice or suggestions do you have for people looking to break into the tennis industry or get in? You know, there's a lot of different pathways that you can take um, in addition to being a tennis professional. So what, what advice or suggestions do you have for those people? Um, I think, I mean, like anybody, you've got to get your feet wet in the sort of day-to-day -day operations. So I think your your best bet is just to go to a tennis facility or 
um, a school where the, and just offer to help and try not to be shy and just say, look, I love tennis. How can I help you? Because there are so many ways that you can help. Um, you know, every town has a community tennis association. They always need volunteers. There are high school tournaments, college tournaments, okay. um, USTA, you know, normal um, individual tournaments. Uh, there are leagues. I mean, there are so many ways, you know, everybody could use a coach. We're always needing help. If we get mm -hmm. an influx of especially little kids, we're like, help. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. I think, I, and I think it's really important to get in there. It's like any profession, you're not going to go in at the top. And, you, and it's really important to understand all the all the different things that there are out there and figure out then what which one might be your passion. Right. Yeah. So don't cry. Yeah. Yeah. You got to put yourself out there for sure. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Well, who have your mentors and heroes been throughout your life and, and your career? Well, well, I guess, um, you know, my parents, first of all, um, my my uh, mom and dad my my dad he was he was one of those tough ones with kind of the the football mentality and he he really motivated me to to work hard and you know yeah. was like nothing ever come no nothing ever worthwhile comes easy um and then my mom was the big encourager so they were a great balance really yeah. um and and i needed both of them Mm -hmm. They've both obviously been very special to me. And um, as far as when I got here, I, I think my situation at UTC, um, it was kind of crazy looking back on it. But at the time, I didn't really think much of it because that's just the way it was. But yeah, you know, for four years, and I had three coaches, and they were all really different. Um, Alice mm -hmm. Tim recruited me, and obviously, I'm so thankful that she took a chance on me because it really did change my life, uh, my life mm -hmm. path. You wouldn't be here. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> he, um, and she was wonderful and made made tennis really fun. Um, if we went, we went to, I think it was Old Miss or somewhere, and we went. We would always go and visit the plantations. When we went to Eastern Kentucky, we stayed at Mammoth Cave. You know, we did a lot of fun, fun things. Um, yeah. And Bill Tim was the coach my sophomore year, and he just taught us how to work really hard. We, ha You ask anybody that's had him a lot of local pros, Eric Voges, yeah. Jeff Clark, Meg Bandy. I mean, so many of us have had uh, built him and we all had to run full ball pickups, which we all hated. Yeah. We all hated. Yeah. Um, but, and then he was really way ahead of the game on the um, uh, mental training too, which yeah. memorized a lot of things. And I thought that was really good. Mm -hmm. And then your grandfather came along and yeah. He was um, very different because he he was kind of he wasn't really laid back, but he appeared laid back. He was actually really, right. but he really taught me how to uh, think on the court, how to figure out a way to win, how to make the person uncomfortable, and and employ different mm -hmm. strategies. And um, you know, I couldn't have done. Um, I mean, I don't think. I mean, I think I'm a better coach because of all three of them right no other differences yes it was i was just very very fortunate to have them yeah and there yeah well, well cool well so um moving on into a little little something else besides tennis what do you like to do when you're off quarter when you're not around gps and, and tennis well when i um 
I do want to say too, it's been such an honor to play for Great Britain. I never thought that would happen. And mm -hmm. um, the wonderful part about that is I've been able to travel a lot to places that I probably wouldn't have gone to um, yeah. with amazing um, people from all around the world. And that's just been wonderful. So traveling is yeah. a big thing. Yeah. Obviously, if you get to play tennis as well, it's just a bonus. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I've been able to go to a places that I, ne I mean, I'd never have gone to Mexico City or Turkey. Yeah. yeah. You know, that I just probably would have been too scared to go. Um, so that is travel is definitely that. And then I, because I try to, I love to speak French. I know you know that's one of my bucket list things before I move on. I want to be fluent at that. Um, I love theater and the arts. Um, yeah. We have enjoyed, um, you know, a lot of those things together. Mm -hmm. I want to tell everybody too. I did. I missed out. Claire really has been one of my heroes too. She uh, has been no. a pleasure to, <laughs> and to, work with and to work with, and we just had a lot of fun. Um, she never gave up. Sometimes <laughs> she works so hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we've we've had a lot of great times though, and special memories. And, and now sure. what we do is we kind of chase a couple of boy bands around and try to. Yeah. Have trips like that in our stand-up comedians who will remain yeah. nameless. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. And I love to read too in movies. Yeah. I love movies. Um, you know, I as much as I love tennis, I I do have a lot of different interests. What book um, are you reading right now? What's on your nightstand? Uh, books. Um, well, you know, because I always have a couple of serious Bro books. Girl. Yeah. Called the Grace of Le Miserable. Oh yeah. That's um, I've always felt like Le Miserable, um, as you know, is one of my favorite musicals. I'm embarrassed mm -hmm. to say I think I've seen it 14 or 15 times at the theater. At yeah, the that's all right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I've always felt like it was a story of um, was well, actually the story of the, the of the Bible of forgiveness of Christianity. Mm -hmm. And so it was interesting that this book was written. So I have that. And then I have um, The Road Back to You, which is a book about Enneagrams, which are the yeah. personalities. And it's not so much your personality, but why you do what you do, which is really behind it. Yeah. And then I have just a fun book by a British author that's kind of just a no brainer. Called yeah. We all need those thoughtless long things too. Yeah, that's my. So those are my three I got going at the moment. Yeah. And myself and I just finished Outliers, which I had read before, but we revisited that. And I thought they would enjoy it, and it might yeah. help. Again, the mm -hmm. life of learning, trying to learn in this time, and mm -hmm. it's been really great um, going through that and kind of having a little book club to ourselves. Yeah, yeah. No, that's it has been great. I think for everybody, everybody talked to to have a pause to you know take time to think about like projects like that, especially with your staff. So that's that's really special. Yeah. But um, well, so is there anything you'd like to promote or tell us about right now? What's going on in your world? You know, any any project you're working on, or you know, you're about to start teaching. I hear. <laughs> well, I'm we may, may be able to teach pretty soon. We're obviously safety is of utmost concern, and so we're trying to work through plans to to make that happen and see kind of what we can do. Um, apart from that, you know, it's just. Uh, it's just been a day by day, um, I don't even know the word for it. Just, we've, I feel like we've tried to be really creative to stay connected with our teams. And we've still got that going for another week or so until school is over. Um, yeah. 
Um, but That's yeah. really where you have to take it just day by day, like you said, yeah. you yes. know, at this point. Yeah, and every day, it's a good lesson for the rest of life because <laughs> every day you need to be in the present and taking yeah. it. And then from there, you know, we, we just kind of try to regroup and see, obviously, going forward, you know, this is going to be, everybody talks about the new normal, but it really is. So we've got to figure out, you know, what we are going to be able to do. Yeah. 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 All I know is my, my trips went from 10 to zero for the fall. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll all be able to travel again when it's safe and, you know, we can do that because I, I know everybody misses their travel but um i think there will be a time we'll it's just gonna it, we'll have to wait and see <laughs> so well thanks so much for coming on the show and i'll see you tomorrow for mother's day yes and happy mother's day everybody yeah. and happy mother's day, everyone. you know how i love to tell my stories oh yeah and it's always <laughs> fun to chat and um yeah we'll have a fun time tomorrow out on the deck for mother's day so so thanks, Mom, and thanks, you all, viewers and listeners, for tuning in. If you're on YouTube watching this, you can go and subscribe down below and then hit the little notification button, the bell, uh, to get notified because there are going to be more guests coming on very soon. And you can find us on Spotify now. And um, you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Me and My Racket. So check us out there. Like and follow us there. And uh, we will see you all next time. Hope you all have a great day and see you later. Bye. Bye. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day.